Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. Uh, This is called Tell on Your Bad Thoughts or How to Be Less Afraid of Asshole Brain. I have a friend who is uh, in AA, which if you're, I don't know that it's a worldwide program, so it's Alcoholics Anonymous um, for overcoming uh, addiction to alcohol. And one of the habits um, that my sort of circle of friends is trying to get her to work with is the idea of telling on yourself. So it isn't the thing that you do or the mistake that you make or the slip that you have that's nearly as detrimental as the making yourself a bad person, going inward and shaming yourself or hiding it or pretending that it didn't happen or um, any of the things that we do instead of just acknowledging X happened and we can begin from there. So telling on yourself is this theme that keeps coming up. And it's really annoying because I wrote the, this particular thing. Um, I wrote when I was really, really, really um, being honest with myself, but it was years ago. And I'm still scared to share it now, years later, even though it is definitely a scar, not a wound, um, definitely not a present tense thing. So, um, yeah. It's still scary. So if you're like, there's a jitter to you, or it's weird, or you seem hesitant to share this, yes, yes, this is <laughs> this is a big, deep one, and um, it just so happens that for podcast content, it was like, well, I can make something up real quick, or oh, there's this really scary thing that's been sitting on my hard drive, just waiting for a moment like this to step up and wave and be like, oh, this is it. So this is it. This is telling your bad thoughts. Again, this is years ago so that you do not email me all concerned and weird and like years ago. Just want to be very clear on that front. Okay, cool. So 
I'm deeply depressed and I can't see it because I'm fine, damn it. I mean, not that you've ever done that ever. I'm fine, damn it is not a thing that you say. <laughs> I wake him up and lay into him with a list of all the things he's done wrong. He's too this. He's not enough that. He's too much this. He's not nearly enough that. Poke, 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 poke. And he doesn't get angry. He doesn't even defend himself. He just says, if you really feel that way, maybe I should pack my things. Tears are streaming down my face. And I can't understand why I'm doing this, but I hear my voice mutter, maybe you should. He's in the hallway gathering some handful of possessions when asshole brain pipes up, good, now you can kill yourself. Are you kidding me, asshole brain? You're pushing away this person who adores me because he would never let suicide happen? You're taking these absurd actions seemingly against your will because you're too cowardly to take action unless you're entirely and utterly alone? It only takes that one sneaky sentence, and it's sort of a big sneaky sentence, for me to see the long snake-like tail of depression slinking through my life. I call him back into the room and tell him what's going on, weeping and sobbing and mostly hysterical, to be honest, and oozing snot like some sort of sewer-dwelling blobby monster. As long as Bear is in the house, asshole suicide brain is permanently foiled. Asshole suicide brain doesn't like this, so it is pushing as hard as it can to be rid of him in my life. I feel like an idiot and a moron. How could I have fallen for this? How come I can't see what's right in front of my face? He softens, because remember, I've just been absolutely evil to him, and he holds me. I apologize over and over and over. He forgives me just as many times as I can utter, I'm sorry. We agree to tell on our dangerous thoughts from then on, no matter what. We agree to announce asshole brain is saying, and then fill the other person in on the latest. The Brene Brown version of this is, uh, the story I'm making up is, if you can't identify asshole brain. We agree to be uncomfortable with sharing our thoughts because shame can't survive the light of day and an articulate conversation. And because losing a person you love is far worse than hearing what their whacked out asshole brain has to say in any given moment. Neville is sneezing for emphasis. That was apparently important. <laughs> so tell on yourself, tell on your worst thoughts, tell on all the ways asshole brain has power over you and suddenly it won't have so much power. As a shame researcher, I know that the very best thing to do in the midst of a shame attack is totally counterintuitive. Practice courage and reach out. That's Brene Brown. You know, she's my favorite. Again, as a shame researcher, I know that the very best thing to do in the midst of a shame attack is totally counterintuitive. Practice courage and reach out. When you have a safe person to share asshole brain with, a friend, lover, relative, therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, doctor, all seven, <laughs> asshole brain will lose its stranglehold on your life. When you share asshole brains rants with those in your inner circle, you stop being afraid of every thought that isn't lollipops and rainbows. You're able to enter deeper into your own experience without fear of asshole brain because you know nothing it says has to be yours to carry all by your lonesome. Further, when you say asshole brains thoughts out loud, you can often see their absurdity with ease. Often, not always. So yeah, asshole brain? 
I should kick Bear out of my life because he didn't run the dishwasher or take out the trash yesterday? Yeah, asshole brain, I should close down my business and work for someone else because I'm so good at taking orders and following the rules. And I just love watching corporate training videos. <laughs> yeah, asshole brain, I should stop working on my latest project because everyone knows it's going to be a total failure and nuclear war is going to start any day now, so who cares anyway? Okay, the nuclear war thing still seems accurate. Um, but you don't have to be scared of asshole brain because you don't have to believe a word your asshole brain says. And if you can learn to share its weird and scary and macabre musings, your quality of life gets better. Telling on asshole brain is like airing out a tightly enclosed, dark and dank room. When you throw open the windows and let the sun come streaming in, it changes. The whole room changes. And there's far less to fear when the sunshine can hit every corner. Again with Brene, owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Ooh, I love the Brene Brown. So... I'm going to be really annoying and read that again because it was just so good. And Neville was doing stuff in the corner that you may or may not have heard. Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. And again, that's Brene Brown. And I have no idea which book that's from because to be frank, I found that somewhere on the internet and it was perfect. And she has done so many TED Talks and books and speeches and things that I don't know where it came from. So I apologize. The bibliographer in me is a little sad. <laughs> so when you have asshole brain thoughts, number one, you don't have to believe them. Number two, you don't have to be scared of them. You can take them as indicators that, holy shit, you're depressed, or holy shit, you should talk to someone, or holy shit, things are not as they seem, but you do not have to be scared of them. A thought is just a thought. You can move toward being less and less and less afraid of asshole brain, that it's something that pops up, that it's something that exists, but it's not something that has control of your life. You don't let it have, you don't have to let it run the show. So this is a short one because I'm terrified and I feel like that's all I have to say about that. Again, I am not a psychologist, a therapist, a, a psychoanalyst, a any of those things. I am simply a person that has suffered from clinical depression in various phases for a very long time. And I'm telling on myself because you, my friend, you need to tell on yourself. And it might be something really small. It doesn't have to be suicidal ideation because holy shit, that's kind of a biggie. Um, but the, the act of opening, the act of telling on yourself, the act of saying, this is what asshole brain is saying, is one of the most powerful things that you can bring to a relationship. It is deeply vulnerable. It is deeply difficult. And it is also amazingly, stupendously wondrous on the other side as you step deeper and deeper into trust which inevitably comes from vulnerability. So go tell on yourself to the people that you love the most. Um, I think that's, 
That's the goal here. Tell on yourself. Um, may you be brave enough to tell on yourself to all the right people, i.e. those you love the most. May you be strong enough to know that your asshole brain is not as powerful as you give it credit for. May you be willing to brave the darkness and may you awaken to the infinite power of your own light. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you want to talk uh, steer your ship, there are magical links in the profile, which is an odd segue. There's no really good segue from here. Um, but steer your ship is booking and uh, let's, let's do this thing. Let's talk about it. Uh, it's at kristenkelp.com slash S-Y-S. And uh, go take a look if you want to work with me. And uh, we can talk about whether it's the right fit for you. And um, that's it. That's the oddest sales segue of all time. But I just wanted to mention it. That's all. So um, have the very best day. Uh, have the very best um, going and being brave and telling on asshole brain. I'm rambling. Bye. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now and we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.